Welcome once again to Two Ways News. I'm Philip Jensen. And I'm Tala Kachoyan. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Tala, we're going to talk about Christmas together. Yes. Because we're coming up to Christmas this time of year. It is very close. Yes. I'm a bit nervous how close it is. Uh, you mean you haven't bought any presents yet? No. Oh, I've been away on holidays. No. And at holidays we go shopping in reject shops. <laughs> so you're all set? <laughs> well, not all set, but we've got a lot of rejects. <laughs> I think the best happy Christmas we ever had was to give each of our children $10 and two hours in a a holiday centre and they had to buy a present for everybody from their $10. There were five in our family. You had to buy five presents in two hours and you couldn't expend beyond $10. That is a fun game. Helen and I had it too. And so then we had these junky presents. (laughs) It was $50 well spent. Yeah. It was $50 of sheer joy and fun as we ran around this big shopping centre going into reject shops yeah. and <laughs> other places. So Christmas can be a happy time. Mm. It is in your family? Yeah. Do yeah, you, we enjoy it. you catch up with everybody? Um, over the weeks after Christmas, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll try and do that. I mean, Christmas Day, we're at church. We're at church with the family. And then we do collapse in a bit of a heap after it. Yes. People mm. in Christian ministry, Christmas Day is a different experience, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So it's and all the a... days leading up to it. Yeah, <laughs> all the days leading up to it, yes. And I have special sympathy for our friends at cathedrals who run yes. many, many services. I'm fairly sure when I was an apprentice at the cathedral with you, Philip, I think we had something like 18 Christmas-related events in December. It yes. was a marathon. It was it, very, very long. It really was a marathon. And we found there, we, we put one on on Christmas night once because yes. Christmas fell on a Sunday and mm. I believe in Sunday. And so we had church on Sunday mm. night. And it was fascinating because we had 12 members of our congregation there mm. and a couple of hundred visitors. Yes. It was extraordinary. I don't think that would happen in all suburban churches, but in a city church... Mm. There were so many lonely people wandering around the streets yeah. on Christmas night with nowhere to go. And so they turned up at church. So then we started doing it every Christmas Sunday night, mm. every Christmas night rather, not just the Sunday ones. And the numbers grew. But it was a funny congregation. Yes. They, they weren't used to singing. <laughs> because there were not many Christians. No, hardly any Christians there. Yeah. They it were was, there to listen? They were there to listen. I mean, they joined in with the carols if they were very well-known carols. Mm. But I think if we'd put jingle bells, they would have done better. (laughs) With gusto. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But it is a fun time for our community, isn't it? Yeah. And that's a healthy thing in society. Yeah. But I'm sorry to bother you with your Armenian background again, but how different is it with the Armenian community? Is Christmas just the same as in the Armenian community as in the... Anglo community? No, not quite the same. It depends on your family, I think, in the end. Families really matter. But Armenian Christmas is January the 6th, and so that might be for some families the day in which they gather together rather than so much on the 25th of December. They yeah, that's to- the 12th day of Christmas, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When When gifts are given within those families sometimes because mm-hmm. it's the celebration of the wise men coming with the gifts for the Lord Jesus. Oh. Epiphany, it's called. Okay. You've just had one. I have. <laughs> Thank you, Philip. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though. Armenians don't uh, – okay, again, might depend on the family, but generally don't open presents at Christmas time. 
they open it at New Year's. And the name for the Armenian Santa Claus translated is Father New Year's rather than Father Christmas. And so uh, New Year's Eve for my family is when we actually exchange gifts and open them up. Yeah. Isn't that different? That's interesting, isn't it? And is he dressed in the same kind of outfit that the Coca-Cola people invented in the 1920s or is he dressed differently? Uh, I think he's dressed in whatever red kind of outfit um, a parent can get their child to wear <laughs> and bring in a bag of presents for all the children. I yes, see. so see, looks different every year. Yes. <laughs> well, Christmas has always been a difficult time for me. Well, since I've become a Christian, it's been difficult, yeah. really, because what I was converted out of was cultural Christianity. Mm. That's what I was converted out of. Yes. And I don't think anything quite represents cultural Christianity quite as much as Christmas does. What do you mean by cultural Christianity? Well, it's Christianity. And the word is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some people want to say Xmas. Yes. But that sounds like a skin disease. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it never has worked particularly as an alternative. So it still carries the word Christmas. Yes. But it really was not about Jesus and his incarnation. Mm. You see, as a Christian, I'm celebrating that God became man in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And nothing in the universe was ever the same again Mm -hmm. because he never ceases to be man. He dies as a man. He rises as a man. He ascends as a man. He is now the ruler of the universe. A man rules the universe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So. There was a a change in the whole fabric of the universe Mm. that took place with the Incarnation, and I'm celebrating this great event. Mm. That's not what the average person is thinking at Christmas time (laughs) in Australia. (laughs) Not, are they? No. But they'll still do it at church. When I was a child, it was the church was a more dominant experience, and so Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, People turned up to church to celebrate Christmas. But when they got there, it was slightly more about Jesus than in the shopping centre. But the shopping centre sang carols, Christian carols, Mm. and church sang the same songs. So we were in a society which was Christianised. However, over the years, the non-Christian side of it has grown and the Christian side of it has diminished so that Santa Claus is much more dominant now than the baby Jesus. In fact, the element of Santa Claus and all the mythology that goes with reindeers and their names and the wearing of hats and... That becomes the dominant theme of what Christmas is about, which actually has nothing to do with Christianity. It's exactly what I was converted out of. It was, I don't believe in myths, I believe in history. Mm. Santa Claus is mythological. I mean, I know you can find historical roots to it. Saint Nicholas and Saint was a Christian and he gave gifts and Christianity is about giving so I can I can trace the roots like, but that's not the average Aussie down with his family gathering is really thinking about when they talk about St Nicholas mm. and about Santa Claus. Mm. It's got to do with reindeers and North Pole and yes. nonsense. I notice um, we have the public carols that um, get from Carols in the Domain yes. um, that get put up every year, and every year slowly the traditional carols seem to get less and less and the reindeers and the Santa songs uh, become more and more prominent. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. I, I always find it like whenever I watch or see a whole group of people singing so enthusiastically, the traditional carols, the ones about Jesus, I find it hard to hear because they're proclaiming all these eternal truths, like you were saying before, and yet the hardness of heart seems to grow with yes. it as they turn a blind eye to it. And yes. so... It's kind of like singing the words of their own judgment. Um, yeah. You, you don't want to be judgmental of people, but there is that element that the scripture says, you know, they honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Yeah. And so growing up as someone who was part of that Christianized world, but not actually myself Christian, when I became Christian, I realised how far my heart was from the Lord while my lips were saying <laughs> all mm. these things. But I hadn't differentiated between Santa Claus and presents and reindeers and Jesus and his life and his crucifixion and his resurrection. It was all just a muddle thing in together that had prevented me and prevented my friends from actually hearing the gospel. It was like a, you know, I don't like the phrase, but it's like a kind of inoculation against the gospel. It mm. was sufficiently yeah. Christian to make you think you're Christian, but not actually Christian at all. Yeah. And so it means Christmas always reminds me of the thing I've been converted out of. Mm. So I don't like Christmas. I think people think Christmas is for the children. Yes. It's family time. Mm. And so now even those who go to church prefer to go to church on Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. To have the family time. To have the family time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get more people to church on Christmas Eve. At the cathedral when I was there some years ago, when we were there yeah. some years ago, we would run four huge gatherings on Christmas Eve mm -hmm. and two on Christmas Day. Yes. It, it just, and they were early. And the, so yes, that people could get away. <laughs> so that people could get away to their family dinner, their family Christmas dinner. Now, I'm all for family life and isn't that a wonderful thing? And it's great that there is that moment in the year when families get back together again. Yes. But that is not celebrating the incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's, mm. that's just a different thing. Mm. And so what drives Christmas is family, is children, and of course is materialism. You know, I mean, if it wasn't the peak time for shops, I'm not sure Christmas would really be as important in the community anymore but you'd be a very brave politician to try and stop christmas holidays yeah. <laughs> because we're a secular state and we shouldn't be celebrating religious holidays well yeah. that wouldn't work but it wouldn't work because the shops make money on christmas yes the giving of presents even they've made money out of me, $50 worth of money <laughs> from my children. <laughs> then where would the reject shops be without my Christmas spending? <laughs> so Christmas is just a problem for us. What are we going to do about it as Christians? What, like do we just go, oh, well, it's done? Well, no, it's tricky, isn't it? Because there is a place for Christians to meet together and celebrate the incarnation. Mm. And so we should do that because that is one of the great events of history of the universe. I think it's not as important as Easter. I think the death and resurrection of Jesus is the outcome of the incarnation. The incarnation is the preparation for it. But the heart of Christianity is Easter, not Christmas. But it's still very important. It's not something to sneer at and think it's insignificant. The God became man yeah. is massive. In fact, even as an idea, it's massive. So we should celebrate that as Christians, yes. Mm. And that means getting together and celebrating it. What a wonderful thing to be able to do.
But then I have this other problem, you see. How much time should I give to my family and how much time should I give to my Christian family? Mm. I mean, that's that's a hard choice, isn't it? Yes. And if my family's Christian, they'll understand. But if my family's not Christian, that's all the more reason to be spending time with them. With them. So I'm caught out, aren't I? Yeah. So what do you do on Christmas? What What's your church doing on Christmas? So we will have, we have a big carols, outdoor carols, which we've done for many years and a lot of people in the community come. I think you can see what you've described there of cultural Christianity. It is definitely about the kids and it's definitely um, just fun. People just talk through. But it's. I think it's a bit of signs of life, like the way we think about ministry at church. Uh, you go, there's a lot of noise happening everywhere and we want to show that we are believers, we we love Jesus and we're here as a church and we run a two-day kids program. Well, ask you about the carol service here for a moment. You yes. say outdoors. Yes. On your site or in a park? In a park close to our site. In association with other groups? No, just us. Just you? Just us, yeah. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I yeah. think it's, I prefer to do it on the site if you've got a site that can do it. Yeah, it's not big enough. Yeah. Um, but I know one church down in the Shire area of Sydney, which has got big grounds around about it, and they can put hundreds, yes. a couple of thousand on that side. It's product placement. Yes. And that's important to do. Yeah, you want to put your name everywhere that they go. We want people to see that we're still alive. We yes. still exist. Yeah. We're in society. Yeah. And, you know, we're not in the newspapers. We're not on the television. We're not, we're not anywhere. Here is somewhere where we are, and it's good to do it locally. Yeah. But I'm interested that your church just does it itself because I think that's important product as well. Yeah. Because when you do it joined in with others, yeah. over time, it always goes to the lowest common denominator between yeah. you. Yeah. See, the big carols in town were started off by Christians. Mm. But you'd never guess that today. It's now sponsored and paid for by yeah. some shopping system or yeah. something or other. And so you lose control of it next to no time and it doesn't really create much product placement. Yeah. One of our intentions with this year is to have different groups of people from our church running different aspects of the whole event so that you could say to the community, oh, you want a, you want a sausage sizzle, our youth group, is providing it. Yes. And because I think one of the great things you can do for the community is to show, oh, we here are our people. You know, that, yes. that's that is what is compelling uh, for many of them is that oh, there are you've got youth, you've got children, you've got people who are looking after your children and there seems to be a cohesion to the way that you as Christians are functioning and working. That sounds great. What else yeah. are you doing then? You're saying there's a children's. I cut you off when you said about a children's thing. Yeah, we've got a. We've we've been running this for over two decades now. A two day kids program for kids in K to six, and that is yeah, the well attended and known in the community. I think we don't need to do as much work to get them there. Yeah, and that works with our kids club and sometimes feeds into that in the new year. So that's good. Yes, getting the bridging feeding on to other things is important. That's what so, you, yeah. at, at the carols, I presume you give out leaflets about the year's program or yeah, something? Yeah, and we've tried different things. We've tried QR codes. We don't get much feedback, but no. you do sometimes, which is exciting. You go, yep. well, that's something yep. we can follow up on. Yeah, and then we have our Christmas Eve and Christmas Day services as well. And will it be bigger at Christmas Eve than Christmas Day? Or Yeah, about the same, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I suspect, yeah, we'll see. We, I've been at my church for four years and a few of those years have been COVID years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm still learning. <laughs> yes, quite so. Quite so. COVID has had such an impact upon us on these things, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah. That, in one sense, that's fairly standard yeah. fare for Christmas, yeah, isn't yeah. it, in local churches? Yes. So what's happening in your world? Well, down at Coogee, there is a huge carol thing. Uh, it'll be five, 6,000 people, but its Christian element is so weak. Mm. However, last time I went down, I've only been in, in looking at this for the last year. So last Christmas I went down and I just walked around and it gave great opportunity for personal evangelism mm. because people are not actually listening to what's happening on the stage. <laughs> it's... Mm. And you meet people from the locality. I met some of my neighbours from my own block of units were down there. And so we sat and talked for a while. And the subject of Christianity is still there in Christmas. Yes. So you can say things a little bit more bluntly and plainly than you normally can because of Christmas. So what kind of conversations have you had? Well, they're still bridge building with my neighbours, but yeah. they're... You know, what do you think of this? Do you like these carols? Where's your background? I mean, I found out one of my neighbours had actually grown up in church and knew hymns and all kinds of things, like singing hymns, from yeah. his, but hasn't been to church for years. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't known that before, mm. but the context was one where I could ask those kinds of questions and find out about him. Mm. So Christmas does open for you possibilities of personal evangelism. It's a moment you can invite people to church. Yes. You know, our church has had carols on, why don't you come? I think you've got more chance of seeing those people invited by Christians to take the gospel seriously than the people who have come in off the street Mm -hmm. because it's still the relational context and there's follow-up, whereas the people who come in off the street go out into the street and if there's no QR codes, there's no way of contacting them, then the whole gospel event that you've got is is that one hour, mm. most of which is filled up with carols. And even the Christian carols aren't very good. There's, there's only a few Christian carols that convey the gospel. Mm. Hark the herald angels sing, you know, conveys yes. the gospel. But some of the others, they're romanticised views of Christmas. Mm. Which ones do you have in mind? Oh, the, the Sussex carol about the deep, deep winter. Oh, Okay. Bethlehem hardly ever has snow. Yeah. <laughs> England has snow. <laughs> Sussex has snow. But, you know, it's just it's a romanticised view of the events, mm. which is kind of sad. You know, we have one hour to make the gospel clear and we're making it emotionally fuzzy. You know, it doesn't work. Yeah. Chick flicks. Are you an avid follower of chick flicks? Oh, um, uh, every now and then. Every now and then. Well... I noticed the other day on Netflix as I looked. So have I just advertised Netflix? You have. Well, I noticed Prime the other day. <laughs> I noticed on some streaming service that that romantic comedies, the chick flicks, happen around Christmas. Oh yeah. There's a whole There's the whole genre, genre of chick flicks. It's like it's not just Christmas. Christmas is the time to fall in love. Christmas is the time to discover it's magical. yourself. magical. Magic. It's the magic it's time. It's the magic time. Yes, there's even one I think called the magic Christmas I saw, which I <laughs> thought, no, I can't stomach that. 
And so feeding into that is not actually helping people to become Christians. Mm. It's your own way of speaking about it is undermining the message that you're trying to get across. Mm. But to get the message across by being blunt just alienates people because they don't come on Christmas to hear the message. Mm. They come on Christmas to feel good. That makes evangelism very difficult. Yes. They're not coming to engage um, like let's say if you've got an evangelistic event in the middle of the year and you've invited your friend along to that, they get a sense that they're going to engage with ideas from the Bible that you are presenting. Whereas the reason why the Christmas invite is so easy is because they don't come with that expectation at all. They're just coming to enjoy. Yes. Yeah. But so that's why the QR codes, to use that as a symbol, is really such an important element. That's why doing it on your own site Doing it as your own church, doing it is so important mm. because it's bridge building yes. rather than gospel clarifying. Yeah. It's still the easiest bridge to build we've got. Mm. I think Mother's Day is the only other one that's easier than Christmas to invite people to be involved in. Do you think so? Oh, no. yes. Mother's Day is easy, yes, yes. Why is that? Because everybody has a mother, because even the most hardened soul feels some obligation to mm. mothers, because mothers take us back to family life. And so if mothers say to their children, I want you to all come to church, then take me out to lunch, the children will. We'll do it. Yeah, mm. it's it's not that hard an ask, that one. Mm. It's a good time for mothers to think of how they might be evangelising their families. Oh, yes, absolutely. And grandmothers. And grandmothers. Yes, that's right. Mm. And likewise, to invite my mother or my grandmother to come to church and I'll take her out afterwards, mm. that kind of thing. So Mother's Day, Father's Day, it's not has the same emotional pull. But the Christian year in Australia now centres around things like Mother's Days, Father's Days, rather than Whitsunday, mm. uh, which I think passes by most people <laughs> without the slightest wit. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas, well, we have it. Mm-hmm. We've got to use it. But I'd love to hear from others how they used it this year so yeah. that we can think of better ways of using it next year. That would be great. Anyway, mm. we should pray for it, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Why don't I lead us? Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you that the, you sent your son into this world to live and die and rise again for us. We praise you, Father, indeed, for the incarnation, for your son becoming man. We think of this again this year with joy in our hearts knowing that though it may mean the terrible thing of him being crucified for us, it brings us that great thing of the forgiveness of our sins and welcoming into your family. So we do praise you for this. And we pray, Father, for the cultural Christmas season that comes upon us now, that you would help us to know how best to use it to commend the Lord Jesus Christ so that this time our society would hear of him rather than continuing on not only blind to him but blinded by the celebrations that were supposed to be about him. Help us please, Lord, in this, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.